Good evening and welcome to Slam and Gavel, the show that tells it all regarding family court, other court issues, as well as CPS. I am your host, Marianne Petri. This episode of Slam the Gavel is sponsored by CPS Protect Consulting Services. A child protective services case is one of the most frightening experiences for any parent. Don't face it alone. Face it with confidence with urgent assist by CPS Protect. You can have access to former CPS investigators to make sure you preserve your rights and protect your family. If you're facing CPS involvement and aren't sure where to turn, their child welfare consultants can help you. Visit cpsprotect.com forward slash subscribe and enter the coupon code SLAMTHEGAVEL for 10% off your first year of urgent assist which is available in all 50 states they can help you i have another announcement bradley's mother narcus school and passed away five months ago he's autistic and needs structured routine and therapies he receives for his autism six days a week however italy just entrusted bradley to italian social services in their infinite wisdom if he is ruled to go back he will face the next three to four years in the italian foster care system where he can't speak or understand the language he will then be taken away from the only family he has ever known and this is in the judge's infinite wisdom and best interest of the child please call governor hochel at 518-474-8390 that's governor hochel new york state at 518-474-8390 and please call the senator too to please keep bradley safe here in these united states hashtag keep bradley safe i am happy and very proud to have mother Alicia Clark Walker back on my podcast. The last time she was on was episode 65 of season four, March 29th of 2023. Uh, We discussed where her case was dismissed. She's an alienated mother um, from her children via judge Anthony McGinty, New York State, as children given to registered sex offender and BDSM power more. And what is also going on that we are going to discuss is her violations of her First Amendment rights and the exposure that Judge McGinty doesn't like in family court in the New York State. And the judge is and has no accountability whatsoever. There's been a recent order that they want to imprison her uh, with no due process. And she was even properly served. They want her to pay $140,000 in 60 days or imprisonment. And that is also under the scorched earth policy, which is something that's new to me. Apparently, the ex and attorney Leslie Silva filed this scorched earth policy and they want her imprisoned. And apparently this can can happen because Judge McGinty has no accountability and a criminal has more rights than a mother or father in New York State. No one has any rights here in New York State. I welcome you back, Alicia Clark Walker. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me again on your show. I'm very sorry you are going through this. No one should go through this. This no due process. The scorched zero. Yeah, scorched earth policy. That's something I've never heard of. And also, you're going to have a press release, which is in process, and um, gives links to all the judges' abusive behavior, the mugshot of your ex, and uh, 
all these motions. We'll talk about all of this. You, yeah. you take the lead. I'll listen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the um, the press release is out to see the order and um, all the information that backs up my claims on uh, this lack of due process and this scorched earth policy by Leslie Silva, my ex Luke Walker, and Ulster County Judge McGinty, who was um, pushed up into Rensselaer County, which is uh, is my case. And that's Walker versus Walker in the Supreme Court. And the order can be found in this press release, which maybe we'll put a link um, below on the YouTube. Mm -hmm. Which you can find um, all the documentation um, for this for this very egregious retaliatory order by Judge McGinty. So this order, and I've been on your podcast before, so this came after that I've been on your podcast and a few others about um, Judge McGinty and parental alienation and um, <clears throat> his his uh, very biased decisions um, in favor of this convicted rapist. Mm -hmm. um, so currently I have, I have not seen or talked to my children in over two years. And during the trial, just as a summary, during the trial, he, the judge McGinty ordered myself, um, a declared four person status with the New York state court systems. So the judge, um, basically ordered a poor person status for myself because of um, lack of income, which my ex stole our very successful family business. And I have that link on that press release as well. A separate um, lawsuit that's pending in front of the Supreme Court. So basically the judge knew that um, I don't have any income. I have, I have zero income right now. Uh, due to the theft of the family business and Judge McGinty in December in his uh, trial and decision decided um, and ordered for me to pay $160,000 in, um, or I'm sorry, $140,139 to be exact, to pay in 60 days to my ex. Don't know many people at all with a hundred and forty thousand dollars sitting in their bank account and in the same order he ordered me a poor person status which is basically you know um you have to fill out an affidavit saying you know i have no income and nothing in my bank account so mm -hmm. it was i feel like it was a retaliatory order because i sued judge mckinty um right before trial he did not recuse himself and I feel like it was retaliatory for because I sued him in a 1983 case for violation of civil rights, including the First Amendment, because I have been vocal about um, how this judge favors registered sex offenders and um, sex workers. Mm hmm so I believe it was in retaliation and this is, you know, this is the topic of conversation that I want to have today of 
how much power and control that these judges have and there's zero literally no accountability whatsoever in our state of new york none you can sue a judge he can put gag orders on you and he can retaliate against you and put you in jail and there's nothing you can do about it in in new york state um you can appeal to the third division um, which is currently pending and i appealed to the third division i requested a stay with judge mcginty mm -hmm. and which means um have all the orders just stay till the till a higher court can hear the case and judge mcginty denied it i made a lot of arguments for a recusal motion i've asked him to be recused from my case due to conflict of interest he's obviously been covered in the media not by me but by other other women as well he's been sued by multiple women for um, abuse of power he's been written up into the new york times as an abusive judge um, who favors abusive men um and i asked him to recuse himself on on that and um he didn't so you can you can sue a judge for violation of your civil rights due process and he's still on the bench and can in on sitting on my case <laughs> after you know um how can you not hmm. how can how can one not be biased if you're being sued and, you know, you're being talked about, you know, all over the media, I don't, I don't understand how that's not a conflict of interest mm -hmm. uh, in the case. And so obviously I didn't have $139,000 to pay my ex sitting in a magical bank account. And so the judge ordered say, said that I was willful and not paying these fines and so he ordered 90 days per violation in contempt so the facts are that he ordered imprisonment without even a response to this order without even being properly served by the attorney without a hearing without <laughs> um uh representation in new york and i i believe most other states if you're sentenced um to jail you have a right to an attorney mm -hmm. um and i didn't even get that and the judge knows he can get away with it i've sent numerous complaints about judicial abuse and legal abuse to the center for judicial conduct and everything's ignored i've sued this judge for violations of due process and civil rights in in the federal courts um walker versus mcginty 2022 you can look it up um if you google that you can it'll pop right up and, and um the federal courts dismissed it before it was even heard typical and because because there has been other lawsuits many other lawsuits um against the these 
state actors, um, including the attorney for the child and including this judge, what I have noticed over the last couple of years, including my case when I was doing other case research, um, that the federal courts now have a pattern that I'm seeing in New York where they are dismissing most pro se um, lawsuits as frivolous before they're even heard. So the federal courts are protecting these state lower court actors, you know, on this egregious um, violations, you know, of the citizens. Because it's, it's, you know, they can get away with it with me. I'm sure this is happening, and it is. And um, mothers and fathers and citizens are trying to sue, you know, these judges for their violations of their civil rights, and they're all being dismissed without being even being heard on the federal court level. During this, one other quick note, during this trial, um, the attorney for the child, when I was on the stand, became a, very aggressive towards me. Mm -hmm. His name is Douglas Broda, and he was getting in my face and spitting on me, and nobody, Judge McGinty allowed that, you know, as well. And also, in, in this press release, the, the, the father had um, sexually assaulted a court-ordered supervisor. This court-ordered supervisor testified during trial, and Judge McGinty said her, um, her testimony was, you know, invalid as well. So you have a judge that's encouraging, you know, registered sex offender to, you know, get away with sexual assault towards order, order supervisors. And this is, this is how egregious this is. And I have that testimony um, in the press release as well. Good. So you can see it for yourself. So the so the judge allowed attorney for the child to get physical with me on the stand, be aggressive towards me, and the father to sexually assault um, other women. Mm -hmm. and, and there's absolutely and he get away with it in, in New York State. Um, who who do you go to? Who do you you know when you make complaints against the C to the center of judicial conduct and you federally sue them and it's dismissed without even being heard um mm -hmm. yeah the judge is the judge is not going to like that and is gonna Im imprison me or, or try to that's for sure you know also in my federal court case just so you know uh the judge admitted to not looking at my evidence and just ruled it irrelevant. So I think parents all over should be aware that if you try to take it into federal court and try to have some type of justice for your family, mm -hmm. um, federal court is failing families. Yes, they are. And my lawsuit, I sued the Judge McGinty for numerous violations because Judge McGinty had put a gag order on me 
for, you know, obviously not wanting to speak to the media about these facts. And um, he, he, that's a clear violation. I put, I put it into the uh, federal court systems. And um, just like your case, it was dismissed before it was even heard as frivolous. And it was, um, it was a 33 page lawsuit with tons of, you know, evidence. Like I didn't just write to the federal courts and Cran that this judge is mean to me. You know, I put a lot of time and effort. I, you know, mm-hmm. you paid the $400 in filing fees. <laughs> I don't even, you know, don't really have, let alone $160,000. And, um, you know, this is, this, this imprisonment is pure retaliation, um, uh, you know, on the judge, because I have ignored these uh, ga- illegal gag orders. Um, so, yeah, parents should be aware that in New York State, the judge can literally, um, you know, order you to mow his lawn and there and if you don't he can send you to prison and there's nothing you can do about it in york state nothing because there's no accountability anywhere in in new york state Mm-mm. from the federal courts um letting these rogue judges just run run wild and a lot of um you know, uh, local media keeps, not all, but most local media doesn't pick up, you know, my stories um, because they don't want, you know, the people to know how just egregious these judges are, you know, with the with their orders. And they know they can get away with literally anything and with no accountability in New York State. Do you think they're also in fear of retaliation of what they could do to their newspaper company if they release something like this yeah absolutely um yeah of course they're protect judges are protected judges who are protecting rapists um mm-hmm. are protected from the federal courts all the way down to local um any any local person you know as far as media goes it, they're protected all the all the way down the line judges can literally order you to do anything in new york state and if you don't follow the rules and and, and that's what's you know and that's what's a little bit scary these lower court judges have mm-hmm. the most power in these divorce courts you know murderers have more rights mm-hmm in New York State than than mothers (laughs) with no criminal history. I didn't break a law. Mm -hmm. I did not break a law. And in in being sentenced, you know, to jail for not for not even breaking I didn't even break a law. And, And I don't have a lawyer. I don't have due process. I'm not even heard on the matter. You know, it's just, it's pure retaliation and we're not even breaking the law. And like, you know, murderers have at least a trial, a jury by trial, you know, and it's this one judge in, in the lowest courts, um, making these decisions, you know, 
um, and putting putting parents in in jail for contempt, uh -huh. uh, making these orders so egregious. You know, here's some expense. And it's it's a cure. It's a it's a pure act of retaliation um, and conflict of interest. And um, he 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 gets away with it. And, um, it, you know. I wonder I wonder how he'd be getting away with this if the taxpayer really knew what he was doing to parents and overcrowding the jails, the prisons on frivolous contempt charges if i was a taxpayer i, I don't know I, i'd be down there wanting to talk with somebody in that courthouse well here's the thing since he was the new york this is this is a very interesting point that you brought up because the times union which is our local albany newspaper that covers a lot of politics just recently last week before the holiday did a, a um, piece on this which is real which is really interesting is that judge anthony mcginty wasn't even voted into rensselaer county he came from a different county the the judges who be sent a judge who's not even in the county several counties away um many hours away into rensselaer county not even a voted on judge and putting its citizens in jail without due process, without even proper service, you know, <laughs> and he wasn't even voted in to Rensselaer County. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they put him there just to get him out of there and stop the uh, embarrassment? You know, um, possibly. I think there's something to that because if you if you look at the Times Union article, maybe we can link it uh, below. That's what the the judicial powers who be, whoever that is, um, they cover that they don't have any transparency. So Judge Keene, who's a local Rensselaer County judge that the Times Union had covered, got um, in trouble for um, uh, allegedly um, a hostile work environment so she was moved out of Rensselaer County and put it into a different county so they're playing musical chairs um, with these judges if they do something really egregious in their county they're going to put them in another county hopefully you know everything remains quiet with no transparency nobody knows why um, and that's covered in the Times Union the Times Union reached out to um the head justice in the third department, which I'm in, um, and they they're not giving any reason why you know, or it's kind of like you know the the Catholic priests you know okay. kind of you know if you do, if you do bad we're gonna try and hush this up and move you to somewhere far away, and hopefully you have um, hopefully you know the, your misconduct goes away quietly. But um, a bad judge is a bad judge. Mm -hmm. And he's going to make really bad retaliatory decisions, you know, against a mother with no criminal history, against, you know, a convicted racist, jail time, because, you know, he's being exposed for 
um, this retaliatory, you know, order, but, you know, the father still wants the mother imprisoned, which is, you know, I think a, uh, a tribute to his character, mm -hmm. right? The lawyer still is writing these orders in front of the judge for imprisonment, Leslie Silva, which is uh, a testament to her character. Uh -huh. Is she and a mother? Do you know? Is she? She is. Well, you know, does she know that this can happen to her? <laughs> What's going on to you, with you can happen to her. Yes. But I don't think, I don't think she's thinking about that. I think she's thinking about her, her second home somewhere in her car payments. And, you know, my, my ex has spent a well over $140,000 based on his subpoenas to pay her over the past five years of these orders. So for him, it's worth it. <laughs> you know, and she said, yeah. what, what I vote him, but that's, that's the narcissist personality. Right. That's the sociopath and, you know and person, she you too know. she too is a sociopath she has an amoral personality disorder yeah clearly um you know it's it's re in retaliation you know too because i am i'm as vocal as as i can be because if it can happen to me with no criminal history um no mental health history even though that's a clear violation you know of civil rights um being in prison for a hundred and thirty dollars a hundred and thirty nine thousand dollars that i clearly don't have that everybody knows <laughs> i don't know many people that do have a hundred and thirty nine thousand dollars sitting in their bank account um to willfully not pay someone um you know it's just it it's crazy the lack of you know abuse by these attorneys and and judges and, and you hear you hear this stuff all the time i'm not the only person you know it's it's not a it's not a gender gender thing um you know i hear from men too that's being imprisoned for debtor's prison for not being able to pay child support or whatever you know i mean it, it it's a it's a real problem across the board in, in new york and i hear a lot of people um other people have sued you know this attorney for the child um and have sued judge mcginty um as far as i'm concerned or as far as i'm aware i'm sorry i have seen um over i've seen dozens of complaints against this judge and every single time you know i've seen them you know the the center for judicial conduct just releases a standardized letter. I've seen the same standardized letter from the judicial, you know, conduct over and over, over and over again. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why Judge King was in you know, in, in uh, was problematic and got trouble is because, um, you know, of something she did to an employee, not even to a parent. Even though Judge King has been sued in the federal courts as well, so um, and she barely won her election in Rensselaer County, but at least she was voted in and out. Judge McGinty was not even voted into Rensselaer County to conduct business. And he's, he's, you know, putting, you know, 
Rensselaer County taxpayers in, in to prison without, without a jury, without trial, without a lawyer, without due process, without, you know, even, even wasn't properly served. Um, I w I never even received, um, this motion in person, which is what you're supposed to do if you're looking to get, you know, imprisonment, you know, and he just, he signed it right away, like within, uh, 48 hours on his desk, he signed, he signed whatever, you know, Leslie asked for because, um, you know, he's, it's I think pure retaliation. Or does he have something going on with Leslie? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I, maybe, you know. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, it's just it, it. It's odd, you know, that he that I had all this testimony and evidence during during trial, and he just, you know, dismisses everything. You know, I've had. Um, court ordered, court appointed, court ordered actually, um, witnesses saying, yes, uh, the father sexually assaulted me. <laughs> and, you know, and Judge McGinty goes, la, la, la. Like, oh. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say other than possibly, you know, bribes um, has mm -hmm. been. Payoff. <laughs> paid off i mean <laughs> my my ex-husband since he stole the family business is doing you know it was a very successful company and he's paid already one hundred and forty thousand dollars, um well over 150 actually to to his attorney over the past five years oh. um and I, I think it's a little bit of too like um, I feel like it's a little bit of pro se discrimination. Oh yes, in there as well. Oh, that yeah. that that lawyer is going to show up to court again, whereas he'll never see me again. You know, or more. You know, he's going to send me to jail. So you know, I go kick rocks. Where this lawyer and these law firms they have to work together. So it's a little bit of pro se discrimination. I think it's bias he's he was already in the new york post and the link is below for being having so many lawsuits um that favors abusive this judge in particular loves abusive men with criminal history mm -hmm. gave him alone full custody and put the mother in jail um <laughs> and he was already known to do the this type of behavior and you know and, and i believe gotten into some hot water over that post and so they took him out of ulster county or not i think he still has a few cases down there and but then shipped him to a county far away um you know and hoping that you know everything will just die down in the media because he's known to be an abusive judge a biased judge um by many other women this particular, you know, I, you know, I don't know, maybe he has, this judge has addiction problems of his own. Mm -hmm. I mean, what else? Like is trying to figure out why people are crazy, you know? Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh. 
I think there's a lot of personality disorders in this field. Yes. Um, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. You know, it, it makes no sense to me when you put it on paper, a displaced homemaker sentenced mm -hmm. to jail time with no criminal history, no mental health history, um, just because I, you know, speak out and expose some of this, you know, gross misbehavior, judicial gross misconduct by these these lower court judges, and it's it's really sad, you know, for all of New York and all of its citizens that there's no due process. Uh, uh, the lowest court judge can send you to continue to jail. Oh yes, if you don't doesn't like you, you know, if you can right. literally say you need to mow my yard or I'm going to put you in jail. It's, it's almost like a, a vendetta on these parents and you. Yes, it is a vendetta. If you, I think if you speak out, um, you know, against the, the system, I, I, I personally believe that's where a lot of this is, this is coming from is because I am so vocal. I've had Gag orders by Judge Keene put on me and Judge Rivera and Judge uh, McGinty, all three of them have put illegal gag orders, you know, on me. And I have, you know, put that in the federal courts as a violation of my First Amendment. Um, and it is just all dismissed on the federal court level. Um, so they are all protecting each other from mm -hmm. up to down. And judges are uh, protecting lawyers and the mm -hmm. lawyers are, you know, protecting judges and the bar association doesn't do anything. The center for judicial conduct doesn't do anything. <laughs> you can have as many press releases and they're just like, okay, well, and I, and I believe even in the Michael Valva case, I think that judge, he might, be retired now I don't know but um if anybody's aware of the Valva case where the the custody was given to the abusive um father and he was eventually killed and that I know that judge sat on uh, got removed from that case but sat on a different case for a while was still conducting business <laughs> um I I don't know the current status now but he was after the case still just moved again to um, a different county and that's what New York does. They just shift this uh, bad judge to a different county and hopefully they won't mess up in that county, which they weren't even voted into office <laughs> to these different counties. Um, and there's no transparency and, um, in New York state. No, there isn't. They won't, they won't issue how many complaints the judge has or why were they removed or any documentation they're they're protected um they can do whatever they want judges especially divorce divorce judges um family court judges can do literally oh, do yeah. whatever order whatever they want with no accountability in new york state right and they'll even write an order and say they're writing an order but then they don't sign it and then more crap mm -hmm. happens to you. Yeah. They play a lot of games. Uh-huh. 
and even New York State also is one of the few states where cameras are not allowed in the courtroom too. So that's a problem. Mm -hmm. um, one of the few states, uh, New York State, sometimes you can sue a judge and go after what's called their bonds in New York State, mm -hmm. their insurance bonds, which I which I'm trying to look into and um, New York State doesn't require that insurance for judges. There in New York State, um, one of the few states where you can't have any cameras, you know, in the court systems. Mm -hmm. um, the the federal level doesn't care, you know, or they're so overwhelmed maybe by the problem that they dismiss all pro se um, cases with a standardized packet back. Mm -hmm. You can appeal to have it heard if, if a judge violates mm -hmm. your first amendment. And, you know, it's, it's, it's hard enough for pro se uh, litigants to navigate, you know, all of this. Well, I, so I, it, I mean, I've been went to the appeals court and they just sat on it for three months and then dismissed it. So where is the justice? Yeah. And, you know, in the third department runs the attorney for the child program too. So it's, uh, this is the same attorney for the child who um, physically, you know, attacked me on the stand. <laughs> you know, spat in my face and was like waving his hand, like, you know, and that's, that's scary already when you're on, on the stand trying to conduct a trial, you know, by yourself, not knowing the law. And they, and they use that against you. Like, you can't ask that question. You can't answer it this way. And you're like, okay, well, all right. You know, so it's, it's, it's a violation of due process. And, and mm -hmm. the, during this trial, they try to have as little evidence as, you know, they, that they could. And in, even in this judge's decision, he didn't cite one piece of evidence that I had in his decision. Not one piece of evidence of where, you know, the, the theft of the family business, his record, you know, um, this conduct. I had, you know, evidence after evidence of um, the paramour running a BDSM um, brothel out of, not a brothel, but I don't know what she was doing, um, you know, running this, conducting a BDSM business out of the children's home. And she admitted to it. She admitted to stealing documents out of my house. And, you know, I had witnesses saying, yes, Luke sexually assaulted me too. And it's all not even not even a word in the decision, which is at the link um, below. You can read the decision and, and then, you know, orders me to pay $139,000. Um, it's so terrible. He ordered you indigent and then he's uh, totally flip-flopping and wanting this money. I, that's a personality disorder right there. He should have a psych eval. <laughs> yes, but how, how do you get that? You know, I don't know, but there's there's got to be legislation passed on all these individuals. Well, you know, for instance, police and nurses and doctors have to have drug evals, and 
uh, you know, um, random drug evals and random urine tests, whatever. They should be doing this mm -hmm. with the judiciary along with psychological evaluations. I would say maybe just to be every two years, they should do a psychological evaluation independent, not by a, a court evaluator, but we're talking about like a real one from like Blue Cross, Blue Shield, sending you mm -hmm. to someone completely different off the, off the grid from uh, the courthouse. Yeah, and I'm sure that's all, you know, court evaluations, uh, mental health evaluations are a problem here in New York as well. Um, and there is legislation, I believe it's CARES law that's trying to be passed in New York State to, to damper that. So, you know, you have these extremely expensive court evaluations um, put on place on these parents by... Um, you know, these judges. And um, I think I think there is legislation trying to temper that, you know, a little bit, not to put as much weight because um, the, I've had two court evaluations in my case as well. And um, again, lots of evidence, you know, towards the court evaluator and it was ignored mm -hmm. as well by, by them, you know, tons. Oh, they do. Find this actually, I actually have it right here. You know, tons and tons and tons and tons of um, images of uh, the paramour who lives in the house, like um, roasting genitals in the backyard for sexual pleasure. And um, the Sarah, her name's Miss Couple. If you want to Google her stuff, um, eighteen or older. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, you know, going to parades and being, you know, dressing up as um, ponies for sexual pleasure and trying to enter, you know, she's she's on, you know, YouTube saying like, um, inter trying to interact as a as a sexualized pony, you know, trying to interact with um, children and you know she's she's uh, has an Amazon special saying. Uh, with her sex slave in Rensselaer County, in the same county, saying that I can't wait to pass down my sex slave letters to my children one day. You know, uh. Very proud, <laughs> very proud of this. Like, and it's a it's a lifestyle, you know, where I have I don't have any criminal history, um, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> with any of this, and they think that you know this judge thinks that's okay. That there's something wrong with this with this judge that you know registered sex offender running a bdsm out of the children's home like oh you know and they all made the excuses like oh what what people do behind bed, bedroom doors is no business like they're running this business out of the children's home and they have full custody and put the mother in jail um for speaking out about it it's a, it's a it's a lifestyle. It's not just you know uh, a kink that you do, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, and she's very proud of that. Like you know, she's engaging with children. Admitted, she she puts it out in the world that she can't wait to introduce you know her sex slave to the children. Like that's clear evidence in the in the court. You know, you know, other women coming forward say yes. Luke sexually assaulted me. Oh, well, 
we're going to put that in deaf ears and imprison the mom instead and get away, and get away with it. Now, I don't, I don't know if I asked you this before, but how old is McGinty now? Because um, the author, um, Francesca Amato, wrote about him in her book, Punished for Protecting. So I wonder mm -hmm. how old this fellow is. I don't know if you know. Um, he's, I, um, I don't know how old he is, uh, but I think he's, um, I would say in his 50s or 60s, perhaps. Yeah. So almost almost retiring so he'll probably if he gets in enough trouble um with the media he might just up and retire and leave a mess behind that's kind of what happened to a different judge in um Rensselaer County Judge Shalakis uh -huh. if you google um her Walker versus Shalakis um I sued her for um the initial order where she um, gave the father full custody after we had a hearing saying that the father took the children to a BDSM studio. We had a hearing on that. Gave, the lawyer admitted um, that the father took um, the kids to a BDSM studio and this judge gave him full custody in the initial order because she said that I was Buddhist based on my religious um, rights and that's that's also in the link um and i sued her and with six months maybe a year it could have been it might have been closer to a year she just retired um so a lot of judges will just retire and still get their fat um pensions in your no. state so that's the if they get in enough trouble they'll end up just retiring and still collecting you know the big fat checks. I think I read here, if I'm wrong, he's 64. Yeah. He's getting up there. Um, yeah, so he probably doesn't care. You know, he, he probably is going to retire within his, by the next election and, you know, get his $300,000 a year, whatever it is, um, in retirement. He's he doesn't care he's on his way out so he doesn't care about the press and the media and he's going to do um as much retaliatory damage as he can or he he's going to show he's going to show me um who's boss before he retires and and, and, and other other parents as well we we need to let the tax yeah, I see here in change.org, there's a petition to impeach Anthony McGinty, announcing Ulster County family court judge. Yes, he is. Well, I, I don't know what it takes to impeach him, but I don't know when, let me see when this came out. Uh, what year did this come out? I just wonder. Um, I believe that's with Francesca, and I believe it's uh, probably a few years old. On that one. This is just terrible. I mean. Yeah, so Judge McGinty is probably going to retire within a year. Um, and he's going to leave all this down. That's the, the powers that be will probably, you know, if he gets in enough trouble, just retire and collect oh, your check no. and it'll all go away. 
Um, Judge Chalakas did the same thing. Well, you know, they can think they're getting away with that. Um, yes. The judge I had, I prayed for months and months for God to remove him out of my life. And God acted pretty quick because I guess the case was over end of mm -hmm. towards the end of 2015 and he died March 2nd of 2016, which is kind of a strange date because on March 2nd, 2015 is when he took my kids away from me based on false allegations. Yeah. On top of being colluded with the opposing attorney, they were BFFs. So what goes exactly. around comes around in some weird way. But, you know, I want people to know miracles happen. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's, it's pretty egregious what these lower court judges, the power that they have. Oh, yeah. And there's no accountability. It's a joke within well, New York State. As you well know, as the clerks. Oh, complain, you know, to the Office of, you know, Judicial Conduct. And it's all these standardized letters. Uh, it's like they don't even read it, you know? <laughs> The judge is allowing a sexual predator, you know, to physically assault court-ordered supervisors to, you know, run BDSM brothels out of the home. It's all good. And then yeah. <laughs> the attorney yeah. for the child can, you know, physically, you know, uh, be aggressive towards you. It's all, it's fine. You know, we'll allow it. <laughs> like, it's a joke. Oh, it is. I with we're, the, we're gonna sitting on you. Oh yes, you. I was on the stand, and I had the transcript of saying you're scaring me because you're you're. It, but there's there's no cameras allowed in the courtroom, so it's it's my word against everybody else's. Oh. Um, the attorney for the child, Douglas Broda, objected three hundred and sixty times during my testimony. Oh. You know, trying not to get any evidence in like it mattered because um, the judge didn't even cite one piece of evidence um, of mine. And um, he he was allowed to, you know, conduct in a way where he objected 360 times. He spat in my face. He got physically aggressive with me to the stand. He admitted he was biased. Um, for oh. this registered sex offender. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're all clients of Mistress Couple. I mean, uh, uh huh. Uh huh. No, they're all in Ritzler County. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe they're, maybe they're all into that. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, it wouldn't surprise me as well, but, um, I don't know. You can, you know, I guess you would have to sue the brothel to, you know, subpoena those records. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what, if it's personality disorders with these judges and these attorneys, or if it's, um, you know, retaliation for exposing that they, they favor uh, registered sex offenders and they favor, you know, sex workers 
and um, they make excuses, you know, for them. It, I mean, it's it's bizarre. Like I have no, I have no answer for that or why they favor, you know, these judges and attorneys a favor uh, rapists and BDSM sex workers. I don't know. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. a mystery. <laughs> I just would be beside myself if I was your mother, worried about you possibly going to prison. It really isn't jail. It's really going to be prison yep. over $139,000. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I obviously am going to appeal this order, um, you know, but being, being in this system, you know, um, this legal and judicial abuse for five years. I don't give much stock to the third department mm -hmm. um, feels doing anything or correcting and in New York state. I don't know if it's like this in other states, but they can either most, most likely um, what happens is that they can tell the judge, even if you do win, which is a slight chance on appeals, they tell the judge to correct all these um, mistakes in this you know, this is under appeals. And I did ask the judge, like, can we just stay till higher court listens to this? And he goes, no. How about you recuse yourself? No, with prejudice, meaning you can't file recusal motions again. You know, he, he has all the power to decide for himself whether he's conducting, you know, fairly. He gets to decide himself, not anybody else. And of course, he's going to say, yeah. You know, he's going to stand by his decision. He's not all of a sudden saying, oh, you know, maybe I was wrong about the rapist. <laughs> maybe it was wrong. <laughs> Isn't there a president judge or an administrative judge above him in Rensselaer County that can say something? It, it usually goes through the Center for Judicial Conduct. Huh. Um, any complaints. There is a head judge. Um you know, the federal courts are supposed to be the one that is supposed to keep these judges, lower court judges, somewhat accountable. Mm -hmm. The Center for Judicial Conduct are, is supposed to keep these judges somewhat accountable, um, and, they, and they don't. Um, there, You can reach out to your local legislators. Um, I've known... Um, other folks who have done that and everything's just ignored you know in the, in the trash i've reached out to a lot of local papers they haven't you know gotten back to me um so we'll see i don't know thank you for having me on this oh, podcast you'll be back try not to you know Try not to be into Rensselaer County. I'm hoping to make yeah. enough noise that somebody's somewhere is going to notice saying this is like ridiculous that these judges have, you know, this much control. Mm -hmm. A judge is not even voted into this county. Disgusting. But <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna have you back yeah. on again for another update. But um, how, okay. can, how can people reach you if they want to help or have questions? Yes, um, we'll be putting up the link 
um, to the press release that has my information. Okay. I'm Alicia Clark, A-L-I-S-H-A-C-L-A-R-K on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And that's um, my email as well. But hopefully we'll link something here to find um, the press release where you can, or my email and Facebook, social media is there as well. So this is up in the air. You don't know exactly what date this will all happen? Well, it's ordered. So I currently have a um, a, uh, a warrant for my arrest out right now in New York State. So um, I'm going to appeal this. I'm going to try to do a, a stay with this because I wasn't prop- even properly served um, on this. The, the attorney didn't even properly serve me. Um, so I'm hoping to get maybe a stay and uh, figure something out. So it could happen anytime. Well, we will keep in touch and I will have you back on, but uh, uh, don't jump off. Slam the Gavels, a podcast, help the public understand what really goes on in these family courtrooms. I am your host, Marianne Petrie, author of Dismantling Family Court Corruption, Why Taking the Kids Was Not Enough, and Cry Out for Justice, Poems of Truth. Please join us again here with Alicia Clark here in the future and other exciting guests. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And you'll be back. Yes. Yes.